Hey everyone, welcome back to the Straight Up Podcast. I'm Sally. And I'm Maya. <laughs> and we're here to talk about personal growth in today's episode. This is a an episode that means a lot to us because we constantly talk about this and how much we've grown as individuals and along with our mindset. We've just really come so far ever since high school times and um, we just want to touch on our experience of how we've grown and the ways we've grown and yeah so let's get right into it all right guys so we're gonna start with how we think we acted in high school so i know it's only been a couple years but we have changed so much since high school we constantly talk about how different we are than how we were even our senior years and for me i just want to say that i was so immature like i truly did not know anything and i mean i still kind of don't but back in high school i really was just going with the flow like every day was the same going to school um same classes same teachers and it was kind of like a rhythm thing i didn't really have a lot of freedom Um, especially when I didn't drive, it was just kind of, you were stuck. You were kind of just stuck in going to high school because you didn't really have an option. You had to go to school, right? So for me, I was so immature. And I just remember all the things that I, I still get secondhand embarrassment from this because I just remember some moments of how I acted in high school. And I was just like, that's so freaking cringe. It, that's just so cringe to me. And I just think about those moments and, um, I don't act that way only sometimes, but like only when I'm super comfortable with like my friends or something like that. But I really don't act like that. I kind of act more my age. And back then I didn't really act my age. I kind of acted like super immature, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate that in high school. I mean, you literally don't have any responsibilities. It's just kind of like, you're just existing. You really, you really are just existing. And in the moment you don't feel like you're just existing, but when you grow and look back, you're like, wow, like, I didn't know anything. I was just literally a person. And this is, we constantly talk about this, me and Maya, and it's just insane to us that we were literally just <laughs> existing, literally. Yeah. For me in high school, it's not really a clear memory anymore, but mm-hmm. I feel like just from before high school to like fairly recent, I would have considered myself to be a really insecure person, but it wasn't mm-hmm. even like, physical things you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like it's not like I'm insecure about like these things it was more just in general and I think I looked for like confirmation for everything from other people yeah so I didn't like I feel like I wasn't like an individual person everything other people would say I would just like feed into that and I had no like original thoughts or anything everything was right. just other people's like opinions or whatever just kind of built up together mm-hmm. and I feel like the same thing with what Sally said I feel like nothing changed for me at all like in high school like now obviously like in the past year a lot of people have been saying they feel like we've been reliving the same like day pretty much for like months at a time Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was me up until like the end of 2017. I cannot tell you the differences between 2015, 2016, 2017, like at all. Because it all just ran together. It's like right. the same school, same friends, same people. Like nothing changed. But like mm-hmm. there was obviously like variety in the days. Like there was no corona back then. But I just feel like I didn't have the chance even to like change or grow because nothing around me changed right so I was just like the exact same person up until I went to college and I don't even think I ever had like a phase like ever (laughs) at least Sally can say she had like a tumblr girl phase like a minute (laughs) or two but like Uh I don't I never had like a phase at all I was always just like I don't know nothing changed normal yeah I was just myself and I never had (laughs) a like I don't know just like a phase of liking something and like wanting to be a certain type of way like at all I feel like I've always just been one way mm-hmm. up until like fairly recent yeah and what you said about how we 
just weren't in an environment that changed a lot. I mean, sure, our classes are changed and our teachers changed, but if you're not outside of your comfort zone, you're really not changing. Yeah. Like, you're really not. If you're just, like, comfortable, you're not changing. And that's why I feel the shift in between high school and college, that's when we really felt, like, such a huge change. And we were really outside of our comfort zone, and that was so new to us. But it also allowed for a lot of growth and that it was okay that things were changing. And we accepted that. We had to accept it. I mean, there right. was no other option, right? But it was it was really healthy for us to grow. And um, I think that's what being a teenager and growing into your 20s and um, becoming more mature and learning new things about, like, the real life, I think that's what it's all about, about how you need to grow your mindset and your values and your beliefs and obviously we're not the same as we were in high school I think we're even better and even in the future we're going to grow even more you know like we're going to look back and look at our 20 year old selves and be like well we didn't really know anything back then and this is just kind of like a cycle and we're always changing we're always evolving and I've said this before like we're always evolving and that's really healthy and it's how it's supposed to be yeah I agree I think for me I don't know about you but when I was younger I mm-hmm. like had to be older and I feel like mm-hmm. everyone is like this but I had like an obsession with being older I remember when I was in like second grade I think mm-hmm. there was like a brief moment when the high school girls I don't know if it was all of high school or just junior and senior girls could wear a navy skirt like a uniform skirt and mm-hmm. it was like an exclusive thing like I couldn't wear when I was in second grade and uh-huh. I remember seeing them with like the navy skirt and I was like I cannot wait to Dude. wear a navy skirt like I was so oh. excited to be like older and then of course I got to high school the navy skirts were long gone but I just wanted to be older so bad but even now that like I'm older and like we're only 20 mm-hmm. uh so it's not like we have more days ahead of us than behind us. So it's not even like we know everything that there is to know now. But I remember wanting to be older so bad when I was younger. And now that I'm a little bit older, I do not want to be younger again. Like I know people will say like 2015 was like their last good year. And like they (laughs) will do anything to go back to like that time period. Mm -hmm. No, I do not want to go back to 2015. I don't want to go back to 2008, even when like I was so young and I had nothing to worry about at all. Like Mm -hmm. I just prefer myself now than I did like at any other age at all. Yeah. And I think that's just accepting like where you are now and not relying on the past and being like, oh, my God, reminiscing and stuff like it's good to reminisce, but not like obsessed over 2016 like controller drake yes like (laughs) yeah like it's not it's in the past sweetie and you need to grow you need to just evolve (laughs) yeah i know i do not want to go back then at all not even that those years were bad it's just i would rather like i like myself now at like 20 more than i have liked myself at any other age period so i was correct to think like i'm excited to get older because then I got older and I'm excited. Like, Aww, I don't know what sweet. else to say. I just remember wanting to be older so bad. in those Navy skirts would really get me in second grade. <laughs> I was like... I don't remember which ones you're talking about. It was... I, I don't think, think I do, you were but... there. I don't think you oh. were at the school. At the... I oh, to, yeah, because like, you were little. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to double check, but I'm pretty sure it was second grade. And they mm-hmm. only had it for, like, a year. I don't know what happened to it. But I just remember seeing them and, like they just seem to like cool or something I don't know I feel like everyone when they're little like you see people who are older and like you just want to be like them or whatever right and time passes so fast you don't yeah. even know and, and one second you're 13 and the next year in college it's crazy it's insane yeah Okay, guys, so we're going to talk about a little bit of our strengths and weaknesses. Let's first start with the weaknesses just to end on a lighter note. So with me, one of my weaknesses, and I'm still working on it, is that I hold grudges. And I don't know what it is, but like I'll kind of forget about it. But I always keep that in the back of my mind. Like, you did me wrong this one time. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, September 25th at 3.31 p.m., 
I remember you said this to me and this is so unhealthy and I'm really trying to work on it. But, um, I just kind of subconsciously, ew, what am I saying? Subconsciously? Subconsciously doing this. Like I just keep the crutches in the back of my mind. And that's one of my biggest weaknesses. And another one of mine is my anxiety. And I do have to say though, back in high school, I could not present in front of people. I literally, this one time, I told my teacher, my English teacher, Maya didn't like her. She thought she was weird. I think you know who I'm talking about, freshman year. Um, you know who? Freshman year? Yeah, freshman year. English? Yeah. Right. Oh, I, oh, I had her. Oh, I forgot. Dang. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this um, teacher, she was like chill. Like, I liked her, whatever. But I was like, look, I can't present in front of the class because my anxiety was so bad that I would literally be holding a a sheet of paper and I would be shaking like I could not read the sheet of paper in front of me so I was like can I just present after class it was that bad and it still kind of is but I have learned to control it and I have to I have learned to know when it's time to accept things that I can't change like for example in college like if I had to present I'd just be like whatever like let me just get it over with even though I was still shaking and I was still really nervous mm-hmm. I think it's more like um like you have to be strong mentally to overcome your fears and um other outside sources that like are making you nervous and making you mad making you sad you really have to control your mind and know when it's time to Just be more, like, laid back and knowing, like, it is what it is at the end of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. And Maya didn't struggle with this, which I'm not even jealous of. I mean, I I don't think there's a lot of people who like to present Mm -hmm. in general. But, like, I would get, like, kind of nervous. But in, like, real life, no one is really paying you that much attention. Exactly. Like, you're there presenting and really like the teacher is the main person and even if you go first or like on the first day more people might be paying attention so like they know what to do for theirs like honestly Mm -hmm. everyone is like in their own head more focused on them than they are on you so I just Mm kind of went with that and it was the same school same people like they don't care about me I don't really care about them like it's not you know what I'm saying but it's still like a thing like I get it because I'm taking public speaking um like as a class now and like mm-hmm. it's fully online, so that makes it so much easier. I don't think if I was in like normal school, like right now, I would mm-hmm. be comfortable taking public speaking with like a ton of people. I don't even know if it would right. be easier or harder, like now compared to like high school time. But mm-hmm. I know with like presenting and like anything that's kind of in front of the class can be a lot. But I feel mm-hmm. like I maybe like would feel that type of way with other stuff. Yeah. And that comes with like also being so immature. You just kind of are like so insecure with yourself and you're like, oh my God, like everyone's paying attention to me. Um, My hands, my feet, what do I do with them? And that's really not the case. Like in high school or like when you're younger, you're kind of more like, oh my God, like um, I have to act this certain way or people won't like me. I have to act this certain way. And when you grow up, you know, you like grow mentally, you realize that it's really not like that. Like you kind of stop giving a fuck about what other people think you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I love that how I've grown since then because I used to like Maya said I used to kind of look into other people's opinions of me and stuff and I still kind of do I mean we're all we're all humans right at the end of the day but not as much Mm -hmm. and I think that comes with growing up and I know a lot of like 16 year olds or 17 year olds that are like really mature for their age but I think 16 to 17 to like graduating high school that's a time for you to be kind of immature and like learn from your mistakes and how you are then and then take that and just kind of apply that to how you are now to like your adulthood and I don't know if that makes sense but just accepting who you are is just really so important nowadays because there's a lot of bad out in the world and I don't know you just kind of have to be sure of yourself now but I wasn't sure back then and that was a big weakness of mine and now it's not like that at all
one of my weaknesses, I feel like I have two big ones. Mm-hmm. One is that I'm defensive, and I know that. Like, I will think one thing if anyone else disagrees. It's like, no, you don't really. Like, yeah. it's just my way, or like, there's no other way. And that's just like being hard headed. I don't know what else to say. It's not that bad now, but I feel like it maybe was when I was a little bit younger. It was. But <laughs> even like, even with that, I don't know how I was going to be hard headed and then still be really indecisive and like ask everyone for like their opinion and like always take that into consideration I don't know how I was like both of those at the same time but like somehow I made that work and it was an odd combination and the second thing is that I used to be so scared of change like at all and Mm -hmm. I think like when I turned 19 I remember being terrified because I was like 365 days left of me being a teenager like and every day that would go by I was like one step closer to like not being a teenager and I did not like being a teenager like I said earlier I would not go back to those days at all and I've been 20 for all of six months and like I would not go back to being 19 18 like none of that I don't want to go back then but it was just like the idea of me getting older was like kind of scary at the time Mm -hmm. and even like smaller stuff like that was change would make me feel some type of way but I was not scared to go to college at all so I don't know like I don't know if I was picking and choosing my battles like I don't know what was going on (laughs) but I think just change in general would kind of stress me out and I feel like I would hold myself back because I'd rather be in like a comfortable like situation that I know is like familiar than to like step out and do something or be someone whatever that's like Mm -hmm. different even though that would probably benefit me I was just I'd rate like way way rather is that even how you say that like is that English is that I'd rather I'd rather be like stuck and comfortable than Mm -hmm. to like go out of my comfort zone and like change anything it doesn't matter how like major or minor it was Mm -hmm. um so I think that was like my second weakness that was kind of bad yeah but I feel like both of those have gotten a lot better like yeah just as I've gotten older yeah they're definitely weaknesses but we learn from them yeah like they used to hold us back but now we're kind of like learning from them and evolving from our weaknesses and turning them into our strengths and to get into our strengths for me one I've learned not to overshare especially with like on social media and stuff and we've talked about this before so I won't get really deep into it but um especially because I wanted to share a lot of people can give you malojo and this it's in Spanish but in English it means like evil eye like there's a lot of evil eyes in the world and it can be someone closest to you it can be someone on social media that follows you um it can be a bitch that's literally stalking you on social media on your Twitter and just giving you evil eye and like wishing really bad stuff upon upon you and your life and I think it's really important to move in silence instead and that's a really big strength of mine now Um, especially being 20 and trying to reach all my goals and stuff, I've really learned to not put everything out there. Like, I don't know, for example, like, um, I'm on a diet or something or trying this and um, doing this assignment or I have an exam or something like that, like posting it on social media or like family stuff as well. I've learned to not do that. And that's a really big, big, big strength of mine. And I think everyone should learn not to overshare and make that a strength of theirs as well. Mm -hmm. I've been said this, that I don't share things with people like that. Mm. So so I feel like, I mean, I guess that could be a strength or a weakness. But I think a lot of people, like, don't, they don't do that for whatever reason. Because they look for so much validation to other people. And, like, they just feel like they have to, like, tell people everything and, I don't know, like, be in everyone's face. And that's really just not the case. I think a strength for me. Wait, I need to pause so I can actually think. This is a shame. I can't even think of, like, a positive thing. No, it's okay. It took me a minute, too. Um, I don't, like, I really don't know. Like, what am I 
good at? <laughs> like what? Oh, not us trying to find our purpose Wait, in life. That, but it's not even like a like. How have I grown in like a way? Okay, I think I can. Why am I blanking like this? It's okay. Something, Do you want me to go? And yeah. Then we can add on to something. Yeah. Okay. So another strength that um I wanted to touch on was that I as like a little kid or like I don't know as a teenager I used to overreact and get really really angry and I still kind of do but but this is the difference I have learned to not verbal verbally wait what the fuck am I <laughs> verbally, I, th- I wait, swear I, I like have a concussion or something sorry no right. same <laughs> something's not it? right verbally <laughs> that's right verbally that's a word okay verbally I I like have learn to control how I respond to things even though I am really really pissed I kind of keep it to myself which is kind of bad but like no because I'm kind of self-soothing at this point like a little baby basically (laughs) I'm literally self-soothing because when I overreact and I get like sad or mad I kind of just learn to um, calm myself down and I used to not be able to do that and uh, <laughs> my mom might say otherwise, but <laughs> um, I think that's a really big strength that I know how to let shit go at this point. And like, it's above me now. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's in God's hands. I say this all the time with my, especially with school and exams and stuff. I'm just like, well, it's in God's hands. I don't know what else to say. And I'm kind of applying that to everything. And that's also, that's also how I've grown spiritually which I wasn't going to touch on. Um, but, you know, just kind of letting God take over my goals and like learning how to put my trust in him. And I know that I'm, I can't always be like, oh, well, I'm going to put this like in your hands, like you take care of it. And I'm not going to do any of the work. No, like you have to do the work. And you also have to like tap into your, um, your connection with God. And if you're spiritual, you get what I'm saying. I think that's, that's super important as well to grow. Um, and your spirituality and that has to do a lot with how I've grown with my personal growth and I kind of disconnected from him and it was not like a good time in my life because that's when I was starting college and stuff and I kind of disconnected from it and like we said in our high school episode we didn't have chapels we didn't pray anymore it was kind of like a really big huge disconnect and that was not good for my mental health Mm -hmm. But I I got my shit together, and I got my shit together with God, and we're good now. We're set. <laughs> and it's been good. It's been really good, and um, he's helped me evolve into the into the person I am now. And I, I just feel so much more sure of myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put it into words, but I feel like, God, I'm, like, in such a good place right now. Like, I truly, truly am. And I think that now I kind of look forward to the future and I kind of didn't when I was in high school, when I was younger in my teenage years, I kind of didn't. Ew, I say teenage years, like it was 10 years ago, like, oh my God. Um, In my teenage years, I kind of didn't really look into the future. I was kind of like, oh, like whatever. But now I kind of am looking more into the future and looking how my life is going to be from here on out. And I don't also put a lot of pressure on myself and that's also a good way to grow to not put yourself in so much pressure because you like yourself are your biggest hater honestly mm-hmm. honestly because Jesus like not everybody is looking at your face and being like oh my god like you need to work on this and you need to fix that and you are your biggest hater so if you find that happiness within yourself like this is my main point is that when you find happiness in in with yourself like, no one can tell you shit. No one can tell you anything. Like, once you're sure of yourself, you can do whatever you put your mind to. Like, I swear, once you connect with your innermost self and you know who the fuck you are, it's over. It's over for everybody. It doesn't matter if, like, you haven't had that rhinoplasty, you haven't had that LASIK, you haven't had those braces to fix your teeth that you're so insecure about. If you feel like your best self dang it's over it really is over and that's beautiful and I've learned to um kind of accept that that wow I really know myself and damn like I love it I love it here (laughs) that's really good 
yeah um a strength of mine is that I will gladly prioritize myself Mm. and like I don't know if that sounds like selfish or whatever it really does but like I I just I will gladly kick anybody to the curb if I feel like it needs to happen like gladly like I will I just feel like I said earlier that I would have described myself in high school and even before then to be like a insecure person just like in general but now I feel like I'm not that way. I don't really know how to explain it. I just think I prioritize myself in a way that's good. I just care more about myself now than I think I did like previously. And um. to go back to like what Sally was saying too, like in college to like my first semester, it's like my hundredth time saying it was like not the best time. And I mm-hmm. think for the same reason, like, we had always gone to, like, we had Bible class, we had chapel, like, church stuff that you, you might do, like, with your family, whatever. And then to go from doing that to, like, not having that built into your day anymore and, like, having to do that yourself is something that I, like, fell off of that whole, like, train of praying, like, whatever type stuff. Right. And then I think it got to, like, a point. I, I wouldn't say, like, rock bottom, but, like, close to. Ooh, and I feel yeah. like I had, like, there was nothing left. I had tried everything. Nothing seemed to, like, work properly. I remember being ill. I was not, like, sad. Like, I needed, like, help type sad. Uh-huh. I just was not, yeah, yeah. like, happy, like, with where I was in any mm-hmm. aspect at all. Like, I remember Thanksgiving break of like freshman year so like we had only been in school for a few months and uh-huh. I remember leaving school and I was like happy to have left like for it to be break and then I remember hanging out with some of my friends from high school and I still was not like good like I was better but like I was not um like happy at all like I don't know if that makes any sense I feel like I was just going through the motions like nothing like I wasn't like really happy but I wasn't really sad either it was just kind of yeah. like in the middle going. And I hate that I waited until things got to like that point to even like consider like to pray again or like to get back to something that I had used to do like so right. frequently before. And then once I did that, it was like pretty much immediate change. Like it just felt yeah. better. I don't know how else to really put it. It was a shift. Yeah, it was like a shift. And I in college too like we've mentioned this before but it's like a huge change and like there's a lot going on and so I felt so like I didn't know what to do or like what I wanted out of college or like after college and I was just like overthinking stuff and I think that getting back to some kind of um I don't know like not a routine but just getting back into yeah into like the swing of things with like praying yeah. and being more like intentional in that way just like mm. puts you in a completely different mindset of like looking at situations better like I would look at everything and I'd be like so irritated and I'd focus on like the things that I didn't like or like I didn't yeah. like about whatever situation and it would just get worse like everything I focused on that was bad just got worse and then once you kind of like have that change of heart you start focusing on good things and like the good things just get better and I think that um like overall kind of goes together as like a strength like a more recent strength too because even in high school I had mentioned earlier like nothing that dramatic like happened in my life that I felt Mm -hmm. like praying was going to make like some huge difference like it's still something I did Mm -hmm. just because I was like used to doing it and I think it kind of takes like getting older and like living going through like whatever type stuff to get to a point where you realize that it just is helpful in more than like one way right no yeah that's a another strength of mine for both of us that kind of we are looking for the best in situations rather than the worst because for me I would always focus on the bad things and even in high school I remember this one time we were on um, a mission trip and I went to Mexico um like near California right and I remember not getting to do an activity that I wanted to do but I had to like 
kind of humble myself and I was like, I'm not here for me. Dang, like, let me not be selfish. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I am going to do whatever I need to do. And if that's what I need to do for the day, then that's fine. Like, I'm going to do it with, like, happiness and with joy because I'm there to serve um, the kids at this orphanage because we went to this orphanage. And, um, And when I, like, got into that mindset, as soon as I said, let me just focus on whatever I need to do, wherever I'm placed, like, whatever, I'll just do it. They were like, okay, like, you uh, you two, like, me and this girl that um, I went on the trip with, they were like, okay, no, you're going to go with this activity. And it's the activity that I wanted, and which was, like, food relief that you could go and, like, serve, uh, like, give people food outside of the orphanage. And I was like what the heck? Like, how is that? I kind of like manifested that for myself, but also like accepting things and like looking for the best in situations is so healthy. Like, dang, like once you look for the best in situations, it really does work out for you. Like Maya said, like everything just falls into place. It really Mm -hmm. does. And that's like such a huge thing that I've learned um, recently, actually, with like everyone kind of falling ill and so many deaths and stuff and recently like I went through losing like a family member and it wasn't really that hard because I wasn't really close to him but it did kind of open my eyes to being like even though it is a tough situation always look for the best in situations and it kind I kind of always think about um the saying that everything happens for a reason. I think that phrase, everything happens for a reason, is really important. Sometimes, especially in bad situations, you kind of just have to say, well, it happened and there's nothing we can do about it now. And just we need to grow from the experience with whether it's a good or bad situation. I think that's really healthy. And that's how I've grown um, mentally. And yeah, that's I think that's really healthy. Yeah. I think with, like, school stuff, too, I would get so irritated with, like, the amount of work I had to do or, um, like, group projects or anything like that. I would get so irritated with it. And, like, at the end of the day, I'm going to do it. So, like, there's no point in me complaining about it. Like, it's going to get done. And after it's done, then I move on. And that's just kind of it. So, I think, like, just dealing with stuff, just getting through it and moving on is an easy – or not – it's not that easy, but, like, it – when you think of it like, okay, I'm gonna do it whether I complain about it or not, then yeah, it makes it easier. Like we said, like nothing is temporary. Let's just get on with it. Like it's fine. Yeah. I also wanted to touch into the fact that not dating anyone ever has really pushed me to understand myself and connect my connect with myself, like I said um before, and get to know who I truly, truly am, like deep down inside and if a lot of people don't understand who I really am, like, that's not my mm-hmm. issue. As long as I'm good with myself, that's all that yeah. matters. Because I would see a lot of um, friends that would always need a boyfriend by their side. And if you always need someone by your, so- by your side, you can't really get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. You're instead kind of knowing that other person and their likes and dislikes. And I think it's good to be, like, single because, especially for so long, like dang, it might be kind of negative, but at the same time, like, you really get to know your dislikes and your likes and what you deserve and what you don't deserve, and I think that's super, super important. You have to be good with yourself, honestly, because as soon as you're good with yourself and you're like, well, I don't really need anyone anyways, like, it's fine, that's when, like, the perfect person comes to you because they're attracted to that energy as well that you give out, and because it's such a positive energy, and an energy that is like, well, I'm good with myself. Like, I don't really need anyone. That's, like, so attractive to other people. I, I wasn't going to get into energy and any of that. But if you guys, like, believe in that. We talk about, about like, God and stuff and, like, energy and manifestation and whatever. And you, if you don't believe into that stuff, then that's fine. But, like, that's for me personally. And I just wanted to, like, share that. Mm-hmm. Transitioning into finding hobbies slash taking care of yourself. Self-care is really important when you're trying to grow your mindset and stuff and getting to know yourself a little bit deeper. So for me, 
I've gotten into exercising, especially at the start of quarantine. I did the Chloe Ting works workouts like everybody else. Um, and I got into exercising and just feeling really good after an exercise. It's, it's really enlightening. And you're like, wow, like, like my body is capable of this. And like, I push myself and that's like super, super nice that how you feel, especially after a workout. And I really like doing it. I've kind of, it's funny because I haven't worked out in like a week and a half, which is whatever. But um, I, I work out when I can and it's really healthy just to get your mind off things and um, get rid of, get rid of the negative energy and bringing like the positive energy of you, like just sweating, sweating it out and just um, connecting with your body is super, super important. And I advise you guys to do something like that, whether it's Pilates, yoga, soul cycle, um, hit workouts. I do hit workouts because I like my heart rate getting up. And I feel like if I do like squats or something with like heavy, heavy weights, like I feel like I really didn't do anything, but I really like hit. Um, I really recommend it. And it's fun. It truly is. If you make it fun, then mm-hmm. it's really fun. So that's one of my self care hobbies. Um, so, yeah. something I started. I don't know. I don't know if this is like necessarily self care, but something I started at the, not even at the beginning of quarantine. Maybe like a little bit, like a month after. Um, I was getting so sick of mm-hmm. going from like my TV to my computer to my phone and like back in that order. Mm. And so I had a little Amazon gift card and I decided I was going to get a little book because my eyes were actually like I couldn't take it my eyes were getting tired of the screen and I do not read if Mm -hmm. anyone knows like I I don't read I'm not a reader um at all (laughs) like no and I still won't read like a Mm -hmm. novel like I'm not interested but I started reading um I think they're called self-help like I think that's like the genre or whatever and they were so good. Mm-hmm. It had a little like two for one sale on Amazon. So I got two and I finished the first one and I'm reading the second one now, but they're so good. And like, it's a nice thing to not be like on your phone or on your computer, um, like nonstop. And especially at the beginning of um, the pandemic, when we were all like at home, I think I got it during like the two week time period when we were like, going back to school like after a while um I got Mm -hmm. it then and it was a nice little like break of me not being on my phone like or my computer and the books are kind of helpful like you can get different ones on different things but I started I started reading like a almost a year ago not for like the first time ever but like (laughs) for like not for school or for anything like that and I really like it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna continue to do it when I have for your the, personal yeah, like when I have the time. And yeah, it's not a novel. Like I'm not about to read like no Harry Potter book or anything like that. But it's just <laughs> like I I don't even know what exactly it's like to describe it as. If you just go in like Barnes and Nobles and look at some help, self self help, I think it's like what they're called. Mm-hmm. They have some good ones, and I'd recommend. Yes, I want to start doing that because I told Maya we need to do a book exchange because I'm reading some. That it's about like financial stuff um, right now that my dad gave me. And we're going to have to exchange because good. financial and self-help, dang, like that will really elevate your mindset yeah. shit. Like you yeah. will feel like like mm-hmm. you're that bitch for real. <laughs> so another one for me, this is the one that I want to I want to get into. Like I haven't started it because um, these things are expensive, but um, I want to get into singing bowls and singing bowls are just these basically bowls but they're like really big well you can get small ones but they're really big and you just kind of hit them and kind of like i i think you guys have seen um like those big singing bowls i'm pretty sure like just look up singing bowls on google and you you'll know what i'm talking about and you just kind of hit them and then they create like this frequency and every bowl is different they create like a different frequency and some i saw like Iko like looking at a singing bowl and she's like she was filming something for vogue or some shit like that and she was singing she was not singing she was <laughs> she was um showing her singing bowls and she was like i can't play this unless like my heart is pure and i was like damn like that's kind of deep and i kind of want to get into that like 
a little singing bowl moment, but they're so expensive. Like, li- literally look up a set and they're so expensive, but I really want, like, 600, I think, and that's hella. But I feel like, oh, my gosh, I would really connect to a higher being. Like, I would really just connect with my innermost self, and that'd be so fun to, like, do, like, just as a hobby. And I used to... Um, I think when I went to Miami last year, 2020 in July, I played these frequencies. I was really obsessed with playing like these certain frequencies to get rid of like negative energies. And they were actually super helpful and they like kind of helped me to go to sleep. I think that they're so, so cool. And I like getting into that kind of stuff, like spiritually and like um, stuff like that. But I really recommend uh, listening to some of those frequencies. You can find them on Spotify, I think. Um, after you listen to this episode, you can go and search in the search bar, um, like some high energy frequencies and stuff. And a lot will come up where it's like getting rid of negative energy or stress relievers, stuff like that. And they're really helpful and I really like them. So I really recommend those as well. Another hobby, like slash self care. I really like cooking for myself. Well, I should, damn, like I'm grown, like I'm a grown adult. Like I should know how to cook cook for myself at least um Mm. some mac and cheese or something no i'm kidding but cooking for myself like and for my family is a big form of self-care for me and it's helped me kind of connect with myself as well and cleaning as well oh my god i sound like such a mexican like "Ah, i I sound like such like a maid like oh my god i like cleaning no i really truly do when i'm at peace and i just am cleaning like that just oh my god it's something else and especially if someone doesn't tell me to clean and I'm just cleaning just for like for enjoyment and like doing laundry and stuff like god that really just I don't know it kind of takes your mind off mind off things and it really does help with just connecting with yourself and um doing your own shit and being your own person and not worrying about social media or like kind of taking a break from the screen and stuff like Maya and like Maya said and I think that's super healthy and people should do that you should know how to cook for yourself and you should know how to clean whether it's your room or your bathroom or something dang like just do something for yourself and I guarantee you that you'll feel so much better for yourself with yourself and your mind will really Mm -hmm. appreciate that because it's not all about being on the screen watching Netflix um like that's fun but also taking time out of the day to do things for yourself is really really healthy and I really recommend everyone to at least have one hobby like even if it's hiking or something um I think it's really Mm -hmm. healthy so yeah I heard about this crystal And if you're into crystals, you might know what I'm talking about. But I just saw this on TikTok before we started filming. Um, I mean, recording. And I want to share with you guys. But I really want to get a hold of some Moldavite. And basically, this is a crystal that um, removes obstacles between you and the path that you're meant to be on. And shit, I might need this because I might be getting my blessings blocked by some people and I just I need to remove those obstacles like for example if you're like in a job right now that you don't want to be in it'll like kind of incentivize you to leave that job or like do something that makes you like kind of quit your job and or like a relationship that you don't want to be in it just kind of removes like those obstacles that's like keeping you from being your best self. But apparently, if you can't find Moldavite right now, it's because you're not ready. And Moldavite will find you when it's time. So that's kind of cool. Like, I don't know how it would find you, but <laughs> but I feel like I really need to get my hands on some because that would be kind of neat. I, I want to get into crystals. I don't have any right now, but I would want to get into crystals and like kind of be more, I don't know, in touch with I don't know, my higher self. I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, my spiritual girlies will understand. I saw this question online and I thought it would be something good for us to talk about in this episode. 
And the question is, if you could tell your younger self something, what would it be? Or like any advice to yourself when you were younger? Ooh, this is, I hope we don't mm-hmm. get too deep on this, but gosh, I, I guess if I had to go back and tell, I don't know, let's say my 14 year old self, I was a freshman in high school. I would tell her to calm the fuck down because everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to work out. Um, to not stress so much about how she's perceived by everyone and to just focus on herself and on her grades because, oh my God, freshman year, that mm-hmm. was not a good year for grades. Um, <laughs> and just to focus on herself and just know that it's okay to be weird <laughs> for the time being. I would probably <laughs> say the same thing. I remember clearly turning 13 it was on a Friday and I was carpooling with like one of my friends and I remember her mom let us get like these little milkshake things that they were selling at like this brand new um QT like the QT had just opened for whatever reason (laughs) we went inside and I remember Uh like nothing it wasn't like some big dramatic moment but I was like damn 13 and like I don't know why I thought that was like a big deal but I just remember that so clearly so if I could go back to like the QT and like slip myself a little note I would probably say, realistically, I'd be like, you just need to, like, if you just keep moving forward, things will get better. Like, and the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. like Sally said, I just feel like it's such an awkward age to be, like, early oh, it high is. school. Like, that's just weird. I don't, like, I would mm-hmm. probably just tell myself to just keep going. Like, things will work out fine. Like, my hundredth time saying it in this episode, that, like, I think I was a really insecure person. And I would like gladly inconvenience myself for someone else. And I would tell myself not to do that mm-hmm. anymore. Like now I would never bend backwards for anyone ever. Like I'm all for mm-hmm. being there for people and all that kind of stuff. But I was like deep diving in the Atlantic for someone who would, wouldn't <laughs> dare put like their pinky toe in a puddle for me. So I'd be like, mm. that, that's got to go, like, number one. And then I would just tell myself things will work out fine. Like, I think mm-hmm. my 13-year-old self would be, like, happy with, like, my 20-year-old self. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I, yeah, I feel like, like mine I would be too, like yeah. wanted to be, I don't even know if, like, I wanted to be, you know, like, who I am now that, that I don't know, whatever. But, like, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, I think I would be like happy with like where I'm at now um yeah when I was 13 so I would tell myself the same thing yeah I feel like definitely what you said our 13 and 14 year old selves would definitely look at us and be like wow like I want yeah. to do that when I grow up and that is so that's like it such really an accomplishment is. for us because we we haven't done anything bad we haven't gotten arrested we haven't done anything that has kind of uh ruined our futures and i think that our younger selves would be like wow like that i think if i would have saw myself (laughs) now maybe like not at this exact moment but like just in general now at that qta when i was 13 i'd have been like she's cool like Mm. she seems like you know what i mean (laughs) i would have thought that yeah Um, like at the time which is cute like that's a cute thing to keep in mind So wrapping up, we're going to talk a little bit about the future and some things that we want for ourselves as we get older. For me, I really just want to evolve even more than I am right now. I really want to be even more sure of myself and I want to accomplish everything that I am working towards, especially right now in college, um, like job wise, I guess I want like a really fun job. I really don't want to be stuck in like this routine like how I was in high school I don't want that for myself and um I really want some job in some creative field because I I think that would be so good for my mental health and and it would really help me to be even more in touch with myself and I really want to connect with people as well even though I'm like super shy at first but I really want to connect with people and um meet new people dang that that helped me grow, like my mindset grow. Mm-hmm. I really want to expand my knowledge on 
a lot of things. I really want to be taught a lot of things by different people and, you know, just uh, visit the world and stuff, but just expand my knowledge of certain things that I, I think I know right now, but I want to know even more stuff about what I think I know right now. For me, this more general is I want to be someone ill. I didn't like how that sounded. I want to like <laughs> just be the type of person who doesn't have to wait for anyone else. So like if I get like an impulse, mm-hmm. I just want to do it and like not care what anyone what anyone else thinks. And I don't have mm-hmm. to like be in a place where I have to like always ask to like make sure that like what I'm doing is right and all of that. Um, and just to be like in my head less like and overthink less when it comes to like making decisions. I don't think I'm a type of person who needs to be told like don't settle. Like I'm not settling. Like I know I'm capable of a lot and like I have good qualities and everything. So I just want to kind of in the same thing Sally said just in general especially being in college and like being almost done like in starting to think about like the future in a more like realistic way. I just want to not settle and like actually do the things that I want to do in the past I've been influenced by other people and I really just want to be able to like do what I want to do and not mm-hmm. really care what anyone else says I love that I did want to end with some quotes mm-hmm. that I had seen um that really resonated with me and I think you guys would enjoy hearing about them or hearing of them uh so one that I just thought of from myself, I I just made up, I guess. Whatever you put out into the world, um, whether it's negative energy or positive energy or good vibes, whatever, if you believe in vibes and spirituality, spirituality and stuff like that, whatever you put out in the world will come back to you. If you put out um, good energy, it's going to come back to you. Another one is, remember, even if it seems like it, literally nobody has it all figured out. Nobody, like even the most put together person that you think it has their shit together does not have their shit together. Like even if you're looking at us and they're like, wow, like um, they have their shit together. We really kind of don't still, we're like we're still learning. Everybody is still learning. Another one is happiness is an inside job and don't assign anyone else that much power over your life. That's good. And the last one is, you're over here di- doubting yourself while there are people who are who are intimidated by your potential. Remember who the fuck you are. And that's on period. <laughs> Love a good quote. Okay. okay, so that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and follow the podcast on Spotify or wherever you're listening. And we hope you all will join us for our next episode next Monday. Bye, y'all. Bye.